Bad baby, no squeezy. We'll talk about that and more today on Head and Red. Hey, Leanna. Hey, Ed. Um, I uh, was lying down on the floor uh, with a cat, and I sat up too fast, and now I feel dizzy. So I have some sense of how you felt this week with uh, one of your ailments that has, has kicked up again. Are oh, you making me sound like an old person? I have a lousy nerve in my neck that causes me a ton of problems. All right. Um, so uh, lots of things to talk about today. I realize, I think, this just came to me, that we are in some ways the sane counterpoint to the podcast by Joe Rogan. Uh, sane or with like half a brain? I can't uh, tell if that guy's just dumb as a box of rocks or if he actually just like doesn't care that he says garbage as long as he gets clicks. Why not both? Well, that's true when one's related to another. I could but... see Joe Rogan hammering a nail with his head and having no ill effects. But the thing is, the reason he's popular is because he talks nonsense. And nonsense is not the word I wanted to use. People think that it demonstrates some kind of machismo, some kind of anti-authoritarian, uh, uh, rebellious no, it just uh, authority. Make... If you just talk, not if you have the, the, the uh, platform and you, you just get up there and talk nonsense without he, any sense of responsibility. He just, he ain't better than me. Right? Yeah, like it, they they do not care that he's full of nonsense as long as he doesn't make them feel bad. I think they like that he's full of crap because oh, I think so they too. they love when uh, people who are full of crap get uh, a certain amount of power, usually yeah. through the media. They love that because they get they're angry at people who actually have facts because people who have facts make them feel stupid. Yeah. So when somebody who is full of crap gets this kind of power and influence, it's like, yo, you're one of us. Yo. What's wrong with yo? I don't no know. No one say it's... yo anymore. Sorry. I'm uh, uh, friends about it. I have been constantly on the what? what is the name of that discord group? that 21-year-old moron leaked Pentagon secrets on? Thug something central? Oh, yes. It's just so basic white suburbs I hate my parents that it's hilarious. Um, and we'll get to that idiot, too. Um, and pay, you know, make no mistake. He's an idiot. Um, yeah. uh, we didn't last week talk about how amazing uh, Picard uh, Star Trek is. We We've talked about that before. Last week we? we said we were going to talk about it. We didn't actually talk about it. Oh. So this Bad week... baby. No squeezy. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. That was... Uh, that was Mandalorian. That was a Mandalorian finally getting on the horse. Well, um for a quarter of an episode. I thought that the whole episode, uh, the most recent one on Mandalore, I thought that was one of the, if not the best episodes it, of the it, season. It was very they, well directed. They finally did something with Grogu. The rest of the season, they have made him nothing but a hood ornament. And I have not liked the fact that you think Din was backgrounded. Grogu, in one of the episode with Jack Black and uh, and uh, uh, Lizzo, 
Grogu was like relegated to a uh, a house pet. Like he wasn't, they, they were not giving him his no, due. He was there was no growth chief. in his story, nothing. He this was week there's chief. growth in his story. Grogu was doing diplomacy. By having his head petted like a cat. Well, he was helping her cheat. I guess so, but my I have not felt like Grogu's been getting his due. I think they just kept using him as a Cupid doll. And well, they're, I thought, they're not focusing on the relationship between those two. And that's why I'm not loving, their, you know, yes, 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 no, no, pants are, you know, for people who don't know that. Yes, okay, spoil, spoiler spoilers. alert. We're going to give you spoilers here. but No, no spoilers. It, it's just, I, it just doesn't seem to me like, it's like they wanted to do a completely different show. But instead of ending this show and starting up a new show and being honest that way, they're, they're just sort of squatting on the corpse of the old show. Well, then the old show wasn't a corpse until they started squatting on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't know what it's, the, the fact is. that we're calling the Mandalorian the old show. It shows, and and you know what? I I don't know if I hate Bo Katan oh, or I know if I hate, I hate Katie Sackoff as Bo Katan because Katie Sackoff to me is a very poor actor. Why um, not both? Uh, okay, okay, both. Like, she was good as Starbuck. On Battlestar Galactica. Because I think she was playing she Katie acting. Sackhoff. Right. But everything she's been in since has been overacted and kind of scary. Well, her her role, as was it the Queen of Hearts, I don't remember, on the Flash TV series, oh, it was intolerable. Like, like fingers on glass, intolerable. It, it Every time was... she opened her freaking mouth, she is not a good actor she is a poor uh, you know who has more emotional ranges you know that um uh he-man character was it many faces yeah. who you yeah. could you could flip the back of his head and his face would change yeah. from one thing to another that yeah. is more expressive more of an expression range than katie sackoff has <laughs> no he doesn't have the crazy face yeah well she, now, she looks again, nuts again i don't know if that's her or the weird digital warping they're doing on her face all i know so many variables that it's impossible to know what's exactly wrong all i know is there has been nothing in her performance that has made me feel like her character deserves to have taken the spotlight this season to take the spotlight away from the core relationship that has built this show didn't we talk about this last week I don't care. I don't think I agreed as much last week. This week, see, I absolutely despise Bo-Katan. See, the, I problem, hate... the problem is, right, that previously angry Star Wars unfans said this about characters that weren't that bad. And so now when you say it, everybody just thinks you're, a, you're one of those psychos. Well, they can think I'm a psycho all they want, but if you want a psycho, guys, ladies, um, if you ever um, meet up with a, a woman who has the look in her eye, her eye that Katie Sackhoff has oh, yeah. in, in uh, the, the Mandalorian or, or in the Flash TV series, away. turn and run. Yeah. Run. No, don't run. She'll chase you. Uh, uh, move slowly back <laughs> towards the door because <laughs> yeah. that is a 
those are that is a crazy face. Every woman I've known <laughs> with that kind of face is nuts. Not to say there aren't guys that have nutty faces too, but I'm talking about in this case, Katie Sackoff. She has the kind of face that should scare the bejesus out of you if you meet her in real life. Yeah, th there's there's some intense something going on there. Um, yeah, I I I, I wonder if it's. Just her trying to figure out how to act as she's going along, because she what? is a. I could write. I could put a face on a cardboard box and put it over my head, and I would be a better actor than Katie Sackhoff. I mean, part of it to me is that she's doing the Clone Wars voice, right? Like that very clipped enunciation on the show that they made everybody do, and I think maybe part of it is that that. She's doing the faces she did back in the day on the cartoon to do that voice. And it just seems insane. I will say this. Um, the, uh, the use of IG-11, the robot, I love the way they seeded it early mm -hmm. in the season this yeah. year. Um, and then the callback has made that all worth it. The, the attention paid to that earlier on, it's yeah. all paid off right now. The, the attention they paid to the uh, former Empire people in the amnesty program for all episode, not paid off. And See? there's only one episode left. There's no way that attention okay. took away from the show can pay off in now, one episode. Now we're just talking spoilers. What? I, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. But see, I think that whole thing is totally at odds with how they're sort of do-overing Bo-Katan's story from, like, Clone Wars. And people say she was redeemed in Rebels. But, you know, going against the person you went against your sister for, oops, your sister died, is not a redemption. Yeah, turning it's, your back on your sister... To go with one uh, one character and then turning your back on that character to well, go back the other way. That just never, makes you flaky and unreliable. Not a never, hero. She never trusted Darth Maul. But she did. I mean, it was Dooku that was working with with the Death Watch. All right. Now we're getting now we're getting deep in the weeds. Well, no, people know who Dooku is if you watch the prequels. Well, well I, I mean, I know Dooku from the movies. Right. Um, that guy. I, had a major role in the Clone Wars cartoon. I can't take on. him seriously because Dooku well, is, one, like duty. is one of the words people yeah, tell a baby like when they ask if they've made a number two. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, did you make a Dooku? Did you use a Dooku in your underpants, in your but diapers? Like, like that dude? Oh, that dude's totally legit. But I should have called him Count Poo -poo. can't trust that guy. Yeah, anyway, I don't... I didn't watch, we talked about this, I didn't watch yeah. the cartoons very much. Um, I want to be able to tell what's going on just from the, the TV show that well, I'm you're, watching. You're and following it kind of. You're just getting a totally different slant on it. Well, And that's what's frustrating to me. I feel like I'm watching a completely different show than like 70% of the audience. Well, here's a show that people should be watching if they're not. Picard Season 3. It is, so good. for my money... Uh, one of the top Star Trek movies ever made. And it's it not a is, movie, it's a series. But Well, it's a 10-hour movie, let's face it. Okay. It's a 10-hour yeah. movie that feels like a 90-minute movie because the pacing is you know, so 
amazing. You know what, show. though? It just shows that sometimes the right way to tell a story is through serialized TV, right? Because well, yeah. there's one that's a slow burn that off the top at first, I think we were both like, where is this going? But it all came together. So, uh, yeah, okay. I called the twist like episode three. Well, that doesn't yeah, matter. It felt satisfying when it turned out to be that. Well, but the the overall plot uh, is intricate and clever um, and uh, shows well, real fact, peril to yeah, the, the fact that I could for the first time really ever. And Amanda Plummer was excellent. Amanda Plummer was amazing. I hope they find a way to bring her back. Um, but it what it is just it is to me a good Star Trek movie is like what Wrath of Khan was for me, which is this is a good sci-fi action movie. If you're a Star Trek fan, you will get more out of it. But if you're not a Star Trek fan, you can still enjoy this as a good sci-fi action movie. And that's what Picard season three is. It it's not it doesn't feel like a complete fan wank, but there's enough yeah. for fans to wank at. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but, yeah, that's that's true. I mean, I get more out of, you know, the Sherlock Holmes stuff and Spot the Cat and because I, I know the references, but you don't need it. It It's sort of you get it, even if you don't know the exact thing. Yeah, this is just, um, for, you know, for me, the greatest Star Trek movie was Wrath of Khan. Um, and, I think that's too easy. And this is coming in as a close second to Wrath of Khan. And I am not a giant Next Generation fan. Oh, um, blasphemy. I am not, an, I didn't say I hated them. I said, I'm not a, a giant Next Generation fan. This movie has made me really like these characters in a way I've never liked them before. In a well, much deeper way. I have a deeper appreciation for them. Um, and the, the well, performances yeah. are great. It shows the depth the characters always had, but they also actually gave them some living in the ensuing, what, 25 years? Yeah. Yeah. They You actually feel like they did have lives. And that they're changed by it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just when they revealed in the penultimate episode what the ultimate plan the villains have been cooking up is and how far back it, they they yeah. started planning it. I was yeah. like, this is a brilliant uh, way to bring uh, some villain characters together yeah. and to show great, you know, to show why these villains are different than just the, uh, the opposite of the Federation. They think differently. They approach things differently. It was, I was just like, wow, this is not stupid for a change. This was not a stupid reveal. This was a good reveal. And uh, I'm going to be sorry when it's over uh, next week because I actually, as opposed to Mandalorian, which I no longer look for. I mean, I look yeah. forward to it, but I'm always afraid it's going to it's gonna suck. Um, I have whereas... to brace myself for being irritated by certain things to watch Grogu. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I really look forward to Picard season three. Did not watch... Beyond, I think episode two of oh, season we, two. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't get through it. We it was wasn't. It just wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, but this is good, and um, uh, we should go to a break in a minute. But before we do that, and we're going to talk about issues. You know, important, important issues. We're going to talk about that. But what do you? And I haven't had a chance to ask you about this. What are your thoughts on this idea of Warner Brothers 
rebooting Harry Potter as a TV series? Uh, the general consensus in the circles I travel in is meh. And we can talk more about why after the break. We can talk about it now. Well, basically, it's it's what people have been saying with all the J.K. Rowling lunacy is they don't they liked the cast, right? It was some of the best actors Britain had to offer teaching a masterclass to a new generation of people and people connected to that version of everything People don't want to see the same story again with different faces. What it hasn't been enough time. There's no well, it, meaningful improvement in technology. Because the people who watch it as kids are now having kids of their own. And in a serialized uh, form, they can add uh, nuances and some changes and things nuances. they couldn't do. What? In Harry Potter, nuances? Well, they, they can add them because they weren't there before. The book, the reason the books were so popular is it was like a, a boot in the face with every theme. There was no nuance in those stories. And the interesting thing is the talk is that this is going to be a 10 year project. Oh, good. They God. don't know if that means that every season will be one of the books or if um, some of the books will be broken up into two seasons because the later ones were thicker, apparently. Or if it means it'll take them 10 years to do seven years, they're not sure. But the reason that they're doing this series, I read, is that uh, Warner Brothers wanted the original cast to come back for that The Cursed Child storyline that was a play. Oh, that, that's terrible. But um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe and uh, uh, yeah. Hermione, what's, what's her name? Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson both yeah. said no because uh, yeah, they don't uh, want to be nonsense. Yeah, well, J.K. Rowling is so bat poop insane. Yeah, um, that yeah. they're like, no, we want nothing to do with her. And apparently, Warner Brothers wanted to buy her out completely, and she asked for a figure that was so astronomical, it was well, clear course. that they were never going to be able to pay that. So oh, she I stays involved. This. Apparently, she's an executive producer on the thing, which doesn't I mean those are titles they give out like gumballs. They they don't off they don't always mean things. The a thing producer is, really works hard, but yeah, an executive producer is often a courtesy title. But I mean, Daniel Radcliffe has done other things. Emma Watson did quite well for herself. They don't need to go back. Didn't Rupert Grimes invest in real estate? Grin. Grin. Rupert Grimp Grimes, whoever. Yeah. I mean, that dude is just living his life. That guy, to me, is goals. He wants to do a music video. He does a music video. He wants to do, like, one day on a show. or so. He does it. He's just living. And good for him. Pride That's of gingers everywhere. It. That's the way to do it, right? Don't stress. Don't have to work for money. Just live. I, I salute that guy. But it, it just, there's absolutely nothing in it for them. And I... To go backwards? No. Yeah. Like, and Though Grinch has apparently said he would do it. I think it's just he'd do it if the others did it. But, you know, they're not going to. They're both involved in too many causes that it, they just couldn't, you know. And they believe in them is the thing. It she's wrecked 
so much with her mouth. I think we've talked about this before, but it's not so much her concerns. It's how she's behaved. Yeah, we have talked about that. And I think that's a good point, though. I have talked to a lot of people who have sincere concerns, right? There are people who have been misled by certain things or they've had personal bad experiences. And just because the information's wrong doesn't mean their feelings aren't valid, right? Okay. There are people who are just, I don't know what to think. I have questions. Those people are not the problem. Those people you can have a conversation with, right? Even if you don't agree on anything, you can, uh, or don't agree on everything, you can have a conversation. Then you've got people who just go crazy pants and start saying ridiculous things that aren't true, go full on emotional, like nutbaggery and insist they're being incredibly logical that I just have concerns. But what they're doing is actually being incredibly insulting and they won't own that. You know, if you have concerns, I have concerns about certain certain issues with things. But I'm not going to treat someone with an individual with disrespect and, until I until they give me a reason personally, right? So if someone is, oh gosh, you know, a very, very conservative Christian, for instance, if they're offended by a, a term, I won't go out of my way to use it, right? There are certain terms that they find bothersome you know i won't go out of my way to call to say birthing people instead of women and things like that i'll try to be civil and polite to this person because they haven't done anything to me you know makes sense so far i'm following you yeah that's not what people like jk rowling do jk rowling has said some outright offensive things has uh Accused people of crimes. I mean, I had a direct run-in with her, so I see how she twists words, right? And that isn't just concerns. That's manipulating things. That's not arguing in good faith. And that's not, no concerns in the world justify bad behavior. And I just think all this stuff could get, and then they go, bup, 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 there's bad behavior on the other side too. Well, yes. But that's the thing. You deal with an individual's behavior. You don't make up your minds about an issue based on the personal behavior of three or four people who were a jerk to you. That's uh, just logic. Well, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't interrupted because you haven't said anything yet that I either disagree with or that I feel I can add something to that you haven't already said I mean, something about. So, we've got we've got Pierre Polyevra claiming that liberals are to blame for an increase in crime right now. That's just bonkers. You know, that makes no sense on any level whatsoever. Do yeah, well, he, he also, I think, uh, complained that the uh, liberals hadn't done anything to stop winter. That winter is very tough well, not, on Canadians, not, and they've done nothing their whole time in office 
to, okay, to but, do something to stop winter, then if he's elected, he will stop winter. Like your guy blames L, everything. Small L liberal, right? Not like Trudeau liberals. He he blames them too. But well, he blames he blames the Trudeau liberals. He blames the Trudeau liberals for every single thing. If if it rains too heavily, he blames the Trudeau liberals. But if, the liberals are not a presence in Alberta. No. And he was they've been chased out. He was specifically speaking about Alberta. So you can't blame the liberals for that, right? No, they if blame they... the liberals in Alberta because they say that the liberals, liberal government does nothing for Alberta. And when you give them the list of all the things the liberal government's done for Alberta, they pause and they say the liberal government has done nothing for Alberta because they are inable, incapable of uh, absorbing any of this information. It bounces off that steel sheet in front of their brain that takes in new information. Uh, Ed, you think they're incapable. I think they're unwilling. Well, tomato, tomato. Well, no, because it's not about it's not about facts. It's not about actually solving problems. It's and I, I see this with some left wingers. I could talk about the Chris Pratt thing that I experienced this week. But, you know, some liberals, like like liberal, I mean left-wingers. I should probably say left-wingers because liberal is a political party in Canada. But uh, the, uh, you know, left-wingers just love to hate Chris Pratt. And they'll exaggerate the problems with Chris Pratt because what he's actually done is mild, you know? And when you point out to them that they're exaggerating... They just exaggerate again. And that's not about points. That's not about policy. That's not about making anything better. That's just coming up with excuses to hate somebody you hate. I hate him and I don't have any reasons to hate him. I just hate him. I don't. Do you need a reason to hate Chris Pratt? I mean, well, I watched his movies. I don't like him in his movies. Um, I don't like Chris Pratt as an actor. I don't know chris pratt as a person but i well, think that's... i would hate him too um i i just i don't have any political reasons to dislike chris pratt i just dislike chris pratt well that's why i i don't um i don't say i hate him i dislike his image i don't know him as a person he could be a great guy i just don't like his image yeah i mean i would love chris pratt if i didn't know he existed okay um it quite work that way well, no, unfortunately, I know he exists, and now I, I can't help but hate him. Um, I just I, 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 I like just him to go away. I don't I like, like him the to characters he plays. Like he played a very different type of guy on Community, but I don't like the characters he plays. It's very, it's very beat you over the head with the whole thing, and is he's just too many places, and I don't understand why. But yeah, none like, of that has anything to do with him as a person. And as somebody that people irrationally hate, and I don't get why people hate me, I try not to do it to other people. I would just like him to, like, go away now. He winds up in movies he shouldn't be in. Um, like, he shouldn't be in the Mario movie. Like, he just shouldn't Well, be. maybe he should be in the Mario movie, but not Mario. I mean, apparently they give they did give Charles Martinet uh, uh, part. He's like Mario and Luigi's dad. So he's the guy like that, that plays Mario in the real games. Charles yeah, Martinet. He, yeah, he's been the longtime voice of Mario, and I don't know why they couldn't have stuck with that. I'm sure some focus group somewhere says kids today don't like that sort of thing. 
Well, it's also that they 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 know that cartoons that have big names for adults uh, will bring adults with their kids into the theaters. Is that true? Yeah, there's data on that. That if you can, if you take a kid's property, and you put at the name, if you put adult cast members in who adults generally like, um, you're more likely to draw them into the into the movie and maybe to see it again. Now that didn't work with uh, the League of Super Pets. Um, Didn't with had. uh, you know, had some had The Rock and some other people had some some prominent voices in that. It didn't work there. But um, the League of Super Pets, those characters are not as uh, basted into the culture as Mario and his cast are. Um, so they knew that the kids uh, would want to come see it. They knew that basically gamers might want to come see it. Um, Except so they, a lot it, of they gamers. made it like it was an ad- a movie for adults as well as kids by putting in names adults recognize. But gamers like me, when I'm not interested, they're not respecting, you know, they're, they're not respecting the history of it. Okay, but how many gamers like you said that and then were there day one? Oh, a lot of people were just like, nope, not not interested. I mean, there was all this fight about whether it was woke and nonsense like that. But it was also people are just like, I don't want to watch Mario. I want to play Mario. If an entire movie is not someone pulling their pants down and farting in someone else's face, people think it's woke. Well, and even then, it depends on who's farting in whose face. Yeah, it's just the whole, like, the whole woke thing. I'm just done. And I think I'm not the only one. Well, here's the thing about woke that I realized. Behaviors described as woke are the kind of behaviors that are basically expected of adults living in society. Um, So the people who consider uh, who consider these behaviors that are adult behaviors as woke are clearly people speaking who have never really emotionally matured past about 15 years old. Yeah. So when yeah. someone is, is calling someone else woke, what they're really saying is, I am emotionally and mentally about 15 years old. I think that's an insult to some 15-year-olds. I know some 15-year-olds who evolved, evolved beyond that. Well, these people have these people stopped at the uh, Beavis and Butthead part of their prefrontal cortex developing. You know what? It's not even that. There's this weird, they're coming to get me. Yeah, everyone's coming. No one cares. Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. No one knows you're there. No yeah, one cares exactly. that you're there. No one's coming to get you. It, just shut your mouth. No one, no one wants you. I mean, the big problem I think is that you know nobody's interested in who you are. You know that nobody knows you're there, and you want people to know you're there. So you gotta claim that people are coming for you because otherwise, because yeah. if someone's coming for you, you're important. If yeah. no one's coming for you, you're not important. So you claim yeah. that someone's coming for you because you want to feel important, even though you absolutely are not important. You understand it. And if I may, continuing on a theme. Okay. I noticed also this week on my uh, Twitter, the number of idiots who are espousing anti-trans philosophies are people who have never met a trans person, never known a trans person, never met, never or known a trans person. Don't know they've met a trans person. They um, they speak 
with this authority about what is and isn't true yeah. about gender, what is and isn't true about the lives of transgender people. They, they, they speak uh, as if they're talking about Mario Brothers or cartoon characters. They don't- Well, they are. They, to them, these people are just theoretical arguments. They're, they're not actually flesh and blood people. So to them, their opinion on something is as valid as anybody else's because it's all just conjecture. They're not connecting like, no, you know what? You're wrong because those of us who know trans people right. know that what you're saying is wrong. Yeah. The people that, the, the trans people I have met, it has been a hundred percent that they have, that they, once they've transitioned, they're in the right place. Oh, uh, yeah. There's been no question that they, they don't, they're not mentally ill. Yeah. They're, uh, they live functional uh, lives. They have friends. They have loved ones. They have jobs. They work in the community. They're, mm -hmm. you know, they're just decent people. Just, mm -hmm. they just want to live their freaking life. And the yep. one guy was saying, I'd have no problem with trans people if they weren't trying to push themselves on us. It's like, you piece of excrement. Trans people aren't pushing themselves on you. Well, you God. are pushing yourself into the life of trans people what? by having opinions that you think should carry weight and just make decisions in their lives. You're the ones who are intruding, it, not the trans people. Trans people want to be left the freaking hell alone. Have you asked them what it means when they say they're trying to push themselves on people? Have you asked them what they mean by that? Yeah, it's never an answer. It's always pronouns. Well, it's also the number of people who who talk about uh, gender alignment surgery, or I don't know what the correct term. Okay, that's not is. that's not pushing them on anybody though. They that's claim something they do for themselves. They claim that doctors and parents are pushing kids to become trans. It's like, are you out of your mind? Do you think any parent? wants their kid to have to face the difficulty of being trans in this world? You think a parent wants that for their children? Are you nuts? Well, no okay. parent, no parent wants their kid to undergo hardship. And being trans in this world is hardship because of idiots like these people on social media. Parents want what is best for their kids. So if a kid is trans, they want what is best for their kid, their trans kid. But they do not sit there on the sidelines and say, I, how can we convince our kid they're trans? Nobody does that. There are a few cases of, you know, basically Munchausen by proxy. And I could see how somebody could have a form of that where they try to convince their kid they're trans to get attention from doctors. But if it and wasn't that- And what percentage of 1% you think well, that even is? Exactly. But I'm just, I'm just giving complete benefit of doubt to the other side to point out that the problem there is Munchausen by proxy, not trans people. And that doesn't mean you're going to turn away every kid with, an, with a legit medical condition because of a relative, like tiny, tiny few people who make their kids sick to get attention from doctors. And they do and, that not just with trans. They do that with all kinds of ailments. Well, that's my point. Yeah, like if it was, if that's what's going on, it's not, if it were, if it weren't that, it'd be something else. All these things that people insist that they need to take away rights from trans people and take away their medical privacy and the state making medical decisions on behalf of individuals, like that's terrifying because that doesn't just stop 
at one issue. Once you give the state a power, the state doesn't like to give it back. And that's so typically the, true. Yeah. Um, and so if you're going take away people's medical privacy because I'm scared by the transiting, you know, you're doing even if they are sincerely afraid, if they sincerely believe this is happening, this isn't the way to solve the problem. Because once you give the state a right, that that that's a permanent, that's a one-way trip. It's very hard to say you want a particular procedure for your kid and the state goes, no, you can't have it. Well, despite the there being the no medical evidence supporting me and all the medical evidence supporting you, I'm simply saying no. What do you mean? Oh, That's yeah, the, the state. state. Yeah, the state. The state saying I the, all the medical evidence favors you. Well, none of the medical ev evidence favors me, but I have the power. So I'm simply saying no. Well, and these are these are people who aren't doctors or they're like Rand Paul, who's an ophthalmologist. Making decisions about reproductive health. Rand you know, Paul. Th this is not the world we want. You know, th this is this is bad. This is the opposite of, you know, the stuff we should be encouraging. Let the doctors doctor. You know, let's make as few rules as possible restricting medical treatments for people because we don't want to end up like Britain, for instance, where the NHS is so top down that it's it doesn't function well. The other thing I see, sorry to interrupt, you have something more to say? No, you actually didn't interrupt this time. I'm going to mark down the date and time. Well, you, okay, can you say something? Something. All right, so um, I interrupted that time. Um, so <laughs> the so uh, other thing I see, which drives me crazy, is the number of these basement dwellers who refer to every uh, gender You know they get surgery. upset when you call them basement dwellers, right? A lot of these people, a lot of these people have like jobs that are they're, kind they're, of terrifying. They're they living in a metaphorical basement. All right. Um, these uh, metaphorical basement dwellers refer to every gender affirming surgery as mutilation. I and, hate and that. And these surgeons as butchers. It's like, no, they are surgeons. They perform surgery and they are, what they do is not butchery or mutilation, it is surgery. And you know what, you know what mutilation is? You know what, ha where mutilation happens? Mutilation happens when you take poor desperate women who are uh, forced to, are being forced to give birth, who go to find unorthodox methods and their desperation to end their pregnancy, yeah. they get mutilated. Um, but you don't give a crap about that. Just the same way you don't give a crap about how this consistent othering and freak making mm -hmm. turning into freaks of trans kids is increasing their sense of abandonment of of uh, uh, of humiliation and increasing the likelihood that they're going to kill themselves. Where are you when these kids are yeah. killing themselves because you have forced them because you don't like it. You have forced them to not be able to get medical care. Where are you? Where is your concern about kids? when these trans kids are over-indexed in committing suicide. Where are you? Nowhere. Just the same way with abortion. You're all about uh, religious freedom, religious freedom. You'll stand up and scream about whether some, uh, somebody doesn't have to yeah. make a cake for gay weddings. All right. 
you know, you're, but meanwhile, you are forcing American women, uh, you are denying them religious freedom because your whole anti-abortion stance is based on a particular Christian mindset about when life begins. It is yeah. not based in medical science, medical consensus. It yeah. is based <laughs> in a particular uh, Christian idea of when life begins. Jews don't have the same idea. No. Muslims don't have the same idea. Jewish women, Muslim women, um, they have to, they are denied a, an abortion in those states because of a Christian rule. What's but the, but that, that, that's standard? okay. They, 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 that's okay because it's not denying Christians anything because the war is against Christians. So they will scream and yell about being, about these people shouldn't have to make a cake for a gay wedding. But when somebody's being forced to carry a baby they don't want to against their religious beliefs, but, they but don't give a damn. But that's a blessing from God. Good, you think that. Good for you. You don't want abortion, don't have an abortion. Meanwhile, your religious beliefs should have no impact on the, the uh, behavior of people who do not share your religious beliefs. Well, abortion drugs existed back back in the day, too. Yeah, they had, and, there was concoctions. You know, in a book where uh, they talked about what bugs you could eat and what fabrics you could mix. And, you know, things got very specific in Leviticus. You'd think there'd be some reference to the various abortion drugs that were available at the time, some of which were pretty dangerous. But the Bible's mom on that. Yeah, Strange. also because when the Bible was written, their big concern was child mortality, getting well, kids yeah. to live. The, yeah. Yeah, they, the, the, their concern was not abortions. The other stupid thing I heard today. this week is that okay. because... A disproportionate number of women who seek abortions are women of color. That if you support abortions, you're supporting genocide. Wow, what a pretzel that is. Well, I I saw an argument that said trans people basically are like Nazis because the Nazis used eugenics and you're sterilizing teenagers. The, The number of actual permanent procedures done on teens you know when you put a teen on the birth control pill technically you're temporarily stable sterilizing them but that's the point it's temporary it's you know the organs will resume normal function until you well abnormal function in the case of a trans person but the minute you take away this the suppression it'll come back until the surgery and it's very rare that surgeries done on teens it's only in the most severe cases they usually wait as long as they can just to be sure i mean like like you said ed you know how you you know you said that these people have never actually met a trans person they have no idea how lengthy the transition process is either no they seem to think that it's go- like going into a staples to get photocopies yeah they think it's a drive through yeah yeah, and I mean it, everything in America is drive-through, so I'm so, I, I guess they they figure that must be true. But the, the, there is a process. Yeah. It's not just some kid wakes up one day and says, "You know what? I think I'm a, I'm actually a girl." It isn't like, and I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go tell my parents, and we're gonna go off and uh, go to to uh, uh, you know uh, the, the, the corner store yeah. and get uh, surgery. Like it's not like that. There is such a process and a gauntlet, 
that a humiliating gauntlet that people have to go through before yeah. they get any kind of gender affirming care. The idea that this is just something that there's doctors out there eager to provide, like this is just stupid, stupid, unfactual, unfounded yeah. nonsense that these people need to believe because if they if they believe this then they think they're helping people if they realize and accept the fact that no there are no doctors out there that are are, are uh, eager to to provide gender affirming care to people who don't want it there's no doctors out there who want to hypnotize well, okay kids. okay like, there's one case in the is it the va the u.s military of a doctor that was I'll say overzealous. Um, you know what? One case to me is like no cases. When you consider the, the I'm just, statistical. I'm just, right. But I mean, I'm just for somebody that may okay, jump so on you for that. There is no, there is no great mass of doctors out no, there but that the, are the, seeking to convince kids. You the, know what? I think you're trans. Take these medications. Like if they, if, if they believe that there are doctors out there that are really only providing responsible medical care and they continue to oppose it, then logically they would have to tell themselves that they themselves are actual monsters. But they, everyone wants to seem like they're the superhero and right. they're the hero in this case. So they have to believe there are that, that these doc, massive doctors out there are Bond villains who are eager for some odd reason to convince uh, kids that they are trans and to immediately perform surgery uh, like outpatient, like a vasectomy, uh, yeah. they have to believe that's real because otherwise, yeah. what the hell are they complaining about if they realize that this stuff is only done after psychological tests, after medical tests, after medical care, after consultation, that there's an entire process and that it's not done willy-nilly. If they, if, they if they believe that, then their opposition, they have to realize their opposition yeah. is just because they think Trans people are freaks and they hate freaks. And okay, there are some people, some activists who believe that it should be a completely self-ID system. And, you know, for teenagers, it can't be that way, right? They're teenagers. If you're, if you're a, a, an adult, you know, if, if you want to mess, mess up yourself, if, you know, again, giving people benefit of the doubt, any adult can get a bad tattoo. Any adult can get inadvisable plastic surgery. That that I agree with. People should just be able to live their lives. With teens, I do think there needs to be a little bit of an assessment. I don't deny that there are some activists that don't agree with me there, but that's the thing. I don't need to, you know, like I said, I, I corrected you on the fact that no, there are, there's one case. I'm prepared to acknowledge that one case because I don't need to ignore inconvenient data because I can, you know, I know how to form an argument and I'm convinced that, you know, I'm convinced in the logic of what I'm saying. When people ignore things, when people exclude things, that's a problem. And Indeed. too many people, yeah, too many people who are in favor of denying trans people rights, and like I said earlier, are, are awful in their language. They use traumatizing language in talking about trans people. Too many of them, just whenever they see an inconvenient fact, they just ignore it. And a fact we can't ignore is that we're out of time. That's right. So listen to Leanna on It's Not Therapy, great podcast available on all podcast platforms. Uh, listen for it. Uh, great topics uh, coming up in the next uh, few weeks as well. And go back and listen to previous ones.
you know, how to make mistakes better, um, how to uh, recover from mistakes. I mean, how to uh, deal with grief. There's so many good things that are so useful and done with humor and humanity. Um, and uh, check out me and Tarzan Dan on Instagram and TikTok uh, with news nobody needs. And it's time for us to say goodbye. So, Leanna, do it. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>